Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. Okay, so I want to share with you today something that I hope will help pick you up if you have been beaten down by the monotony and the just the sheer overwhelm of being stuck in free content creation mode. And I think this will sort of help you reframe your thinking around what you're doing with your podcast so that you can hopefully plug it in in a different way with your priorities and workflow and actually get something different out of it. So stay tuned. I'll share that with you in just a minute. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I appreciate you joining me today for this episode. My company is Team Podcast. We're a full-service podcast production company, and we've been working with podcasters for almost 10 years. And one of the things that, that I love doing and helping podcasters do is monetize their podcast. I had an epiphany moment years ago with a client who never monetized but achieved all of the things like downloads and interaction and all those things that every podcaster wants. And it still did not meet her needs because she needed more than that out of it. She needed actually money coming back in as a revenue source. And so that has really changed how I view podcasting. And I'm not starting podcasts anymore that aren't going to be monetized. And one of the things that I have been paying attention to lately is trends. And Whenever I say trends, I'm not talking about social media trends or anything like that, but I'm just talking about sort of like market trends and where businesses are going in and how they're using podcasts, how they're using video content and that sort of thing. Being a content creator is actually a thing now. It you know it used to be sort of like everyone's side hustle. They were a content creator, and you know now we have content creators and influencers and all these other <laughs> people that like these jobs didn't exist you know ten fifteen years ago. And one of the things that I'm hearing and seeing more and more is that in the marketplace where it's getting more and more crowded with companies coming into probably your niche. You've probably noticed if you're in any sort of a growing niche, you know, not, you know, a, a shrinking niche like, you know, movie rentals or something like that, you have probably noticed that your marketplace is much more crowded than it used to be. And it gets crowded because there's opportunity there and because there's growing market share and growing money being put into that particular niche and marketplace uh, and market space every single year. And that attracts people that attracts 
vultures <laughs> that attracts good people. You know, it does a lot of things. It helps us, you know, stay on our toes because we're always having to compete with competitors and some of them that are coming to the space much later than we did. And as the OG of your space, it's not enough anymore to hold your market share. And so what I've been seeing as a trend with podcasters is they have their business and then they create this podcast on the side and they hope that at some point in time they can turn it into where they're going to get business from their podcast. But then the minute business and or life changes and takes off or bottoms out, whichever way it goes, the first thing that suffers is they stop their podcast and they take a big break and they go two or three or four or five months or a year without podcasting. What happens whenever you do that is you lose all of your momentum and you actually, you know, you lose authority in the space, right? Because other people come in who are producing newer, more relevant content. And now you're sitting out there with a stale podcast feed. So I think what you need to really help to reframe frame how you view your podcast is your podcast is part of a larger effort because the more content that you can create and the more content that you can put out into the world the more followers you'll get the bigger your voice becomes and the more amplified your message gets so in essence you are creating a media company that's how you need to look at your podcast your podcast is like a separate media company of your business. And the whole point of this and putting out content is obviously to change the world with our messages and that sort of thing. But the bigger your voice can become in the podcast space, in the YouTube space, in any other content consumption space, yes, that includes social media as well, the bigger your funnel becomes at the top of your funnel for coming into your business. And so eventually, if you get big enough, you'll be able to get plenty of leads coming into your business. But what happens is many times is that you don't realize that the fact that you are creating this content every single week and putting it out is getting you more organic followers than you could ever get on your own. So that when you do have something to promote or you do have something to sell to your following, now you automatically pay less for traffic to that offer because you have the platform of your voice on the podcast, you have the platform of your voice on YouTube, you have all of these different things that you have created and you've spent years, month after month after month, sort of paying into the system, right, to get followers out of it. So you're not going to have to spend as much money on ads and other things in the end if your marketing message is right to get people to convert to your offer. But I'm seeing more and more, and I, I follow Gary Vee for his trends and, and you know, his his insight on trends. And he was, he's been giving speeches all over the country to various niches of groups, whether they're realtors or they're urologists or they're uh, book publishers or whatever. He goes and speaks to all these different groups. And one of the things that he continually talks about is how they are building, they're building media companies and they need to be on all these platforms and think of this media outreach as part of their 
company or a separate little entity underneath their company that is there for the sole purpose of promoting their companies and and promoting their message and and their differentiation in the marketplace. And so I see it again and again. And what he continually says is those that do it and those that adopt and that will play the long game in it will win. And if you don't do it, and you don't adopt it for the long term, and you resist it kicking and screaming. And you know, those of us of a certain age, we don't like it whenever new platforms come along. We don't like it. We're late to adopt TikTok. We're still trying to deal with Snapchat. We don't know what to do with all these, you know, messaging apps and all these other things. And we want to say in our minds, well, you know, I wasn't raised with all this technology. Back when I was in school, we didn't even have the internet, right? No one had a computer in their home. No one had phones in their pockets, right? We had the one in the kitchen hanging up on the wall with the step stool or sitting underneath it so you could sit there and take a phone call, Right. So it's one of those things where if we don't adapt and we don't become our own media company for our businesses, then we will exponentially pay more costs to acquire our customers than our competitors who own the space with free media. Now, think I want you to think about that. I don't know if as a business owner, you know, your cost to acquire a customer, but and if, and if you don't have a specific lead gen system for your business, then to be honest, your business is on shaky ground. Like you have to have a predictable lead gen system for your business. This has taken me a really, really long time to not just understand, but actually implement because it's not easy. It's not easy to be constantly figuring out how you're going to get your next customers, where they're going to come from, what ads work, what ads don't work, what traffic sources are good, what traffic sources bring you the highest quality leads, and all these other things. And so you really need to implement and have a predictable lead gen system for your business. Otherwise, your business is in jeopardy of riding every economic wave, every downturn in the economy, and every low cycle in business all the way down to the bottom. And you, you don't want that for your business. But one of the ways you can sort of create equilibrium and you can begin to sort of equalize your ability to put your message out is by creating content and by using your podcast, not as just a podcast, just put it out there and never hear back from anybody, but use it as your lead gen method, right? You can use your podcast as a method to get leads into your business. But here's the problem that most podcasters make. Most podcasters have a business and they start a podcast, but the podcast topic might be along the same topic as their business. But you know what they never do? They never tell their podcast listeners that they have a business and that they can hire them. They sort of expect somehow there's going to be some sort of a subconscious radio wave that's going to penetrate the brain of the person who's listening to the show to make them go, huh, I like this person who's speaking on the podcast. I wonder if I could work with them. Huh, let me look on their website and see if they're taking new clients, right? They expect that somehow through osmosis or 
subliminal thinking or some sort of manifestation somehow that a podcast listener is going to seek them out because they have a podcast. And don't get me wrong, that can happen once or twice or something like that. But what you have to realize is you need to be very overt in your marketing messages. If you are taking clients and you have the ability to have people on your that listen to your podcast hire you, then you need to be very specific about that and say who the person is that you're looking for to fill the spots that you have open in your schedule. And most podcasters won't do that. Most podcasters will ignore the fact that they'd like to grow their business or their practice or whatever, and they'll put out generic content with no specific call to action, and it leaves a gaping gap in the messaging. And so if you if you really think about it, the whole purpose of your podcast and the whole purpose of any content that you put out on social media has got to be to lead back to your business. So you are building a media company with all the social media platforms you have and with all of the uh, podcasts you have and the archive of podcasts and the videos and things like that that you have, you are creating a media company. So if you begin to reframe your podcast and everything that you're doing under the heading of this is our media company for whatever business, it will help you put it in perspective, but it will also help you have a purpose behind it. And the only purpose for you to put out social media posts and the only purpose for you to put out podcast episodes or YouTube videos or TikTok videos is because you need it to lead back to your business. So if there is not a clear tie between you and what you do, if I could listen to your podcast episode and an entire podcast episode could go by and I don't know where I can go to put my credit card number in to sign up to work with you, then you have failed. It's that simple. And not just, you, you can't just mention it one time. We are so gun shy about mentioning who we are and what we do. And honestly, it's your media company. Your media company should be shouting it to the mountaintops who you are and what you do. Do you realize right now, I have clients right now that are paying thousands, I mean, even tens of thousands of dollars for a PR person to go out and try to get them interviews on, you know, ABC This News New York or NBC This Morning or whatever the news shows are and all these national media outlets. They're trying to do that and they're paying tens of thousands of dollars. Meanwhile, every single week they're paying to put out a podcast. And you know what they're not doing on that podcast? They're not mentioning how people can work with them at the highest level. They're not mentioning what people can do to sign up for their programs. It's not even mentioned. Maybe it's tagged a little bit briefly in an outro or something like that. But you know, I've told you before, podcast apps allow you to skip intros and outros. So if that's where you're putting your stuff, it's going to get lost anyway. You have to be bold enough to mention what you do, how you 
have people work with you, who your clients are, how you're helping them. And if you're not mentioning that on every podcast episode, and let me just tell you this, for those of you that are doing interview shows only, you have set yourself up in a really hard situation to monetize your podcast and and to get leads for your business. Because all you are doing is you've built a huge platform of people that listen to you for your guests and people that listen to you and all of their call to action, energy and whatever goes to the guest every single week. So you've got people coming on your show for free and they're coming on and they're mentioning what they do and you have a great conversation and all that. And then thousands of your podcast listeners are going to that person's website every single week or that guest, different guest every week, but different website every single week to buy their programs and buy their books and consume their content. Meanwhile, you're not getting any of that kind of traffic. And that's where you have to step up your efforts. You need to think of your podcast as your own personal media company, because that's what it is. And unless you treat it that way, you're not going to get the full value out of it. I have to do this myself. I am not one to be loud and bold and I don't want to say ever present or whatever on social media because that's not who I am in real life. But I've had to take a look at my stuff and even figure out ways to to step up my game on social media. If I don't do it for myself and for my company, I'm going to end up paying way more in ad costs and way more in customer acquisition costs. And I'll be honest with you, I would love to have more customers than we could ever handle. I would love to have to hire more people in order to handle the influx of customers we get every single year. I would love to be able to do that, but I can't do that until I have a predictable lead generation system for my company. And if I don't have that and don't do that and don't implement that, then I am going to forever be at the mercy of referrals. I am going to forever be at the mercy of every other market dip or trend that can wreak havoc on my business. And so I would just encourage you reframe how you view your podcast and the role it plays in your business. Your podcast is your media company. For many of you, your podcast is actually your media slash marketing company, right? You're not spending a lot of money on other things like ads and lead gen and and all this kind of stuff. You don't have sales teams of people out there calling your leads and following up on them. You're doing the best you can with the minimal crew that you have. But you have got to think about your podcast differently and in that way, begin utilizing it as the media arm for your company. Okay, you don't need to pay PR people tens of thousands of dollars a month in order to get you on all these news shows, because most of the time the news shows, to be honest, like it's nice to be able to have that little badge and be like, I was on Good Morning America. I was on this. I was on that. Well, you know what? They're most of the time under two minute spots and they control the conversation. They control the narrative and they barely even have your stuff mentioned enough to put a blip on your radar as far as website traffic or anything like that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to get a little bit of exposure, but all in all, I have not seen it pay off for customers to pay, for my clients to pay tens of thousands of dollars for PR companies to promote them. 
when you're building your own media company anyway, right? You're building your own media company. And so let's do it right. Let's do it to the best of your ability and not just have your podcast as an afterthought of, oh, it doesn't make any money. Make it your media arm. And every piece of media or PR or marketing message or or information that you would put out about your company needs to have certain qualifications, needs to have certain criteria. Like people need to know where they can go. People need to hear you saying the name of your website. People need to hear you talking about who you work with. People need to hear you say, I have five openings right now that I am filling. And if this is the type of person you are, and this is the help you're looking for, let me tell you where you can go to see if you might be one of the people that could fill that spot. And then I can help you and give you value and fix the problem you have in your life that I'm used to fixing for tons of other people. But it'll be our way to work together. You have to do that again and again and again in your podcast in order for people to remember it. You got to remember people are listening to podcasts while they're at the gym. People are listening to the podcast while they're driving and other things are going on. Sometimes they're listening to podcasts while they're trying to work or do do other things. And It's not that they're sitting there waiting captive on your every word. So you've got to make it mentioned again and again and again. And if you're not fitting it into your podcast episodes, and if you're not leaving room in your interview shows for you to promote and talk about some of the stuff that you're doing, then you're going to miss the boat. And you're going to end up with a podcast that never leads to any kind of lead generation or any kind of client acquisition for your business. So that's how you reframe it. And that's how you don't get burned out with it. And that's how you keep feeding the beast, so to speak, is realize you're building a media company. And in that media company, how has it gotten better? How has it gotten more impactful? How is it getting more ROI for your business? Think about those things because it will change the way you view your podcast, not as an afterthought, not as an optional thing that I can stop doing anytime because it's a critical part of your business because it is your media company. I hope this information has been helpful for you today, and I hope it helps you reframe what you're thinking about and how you want to use it to generate leads for your business and what part of your business you actually want to point that traffic to. I will say if you have a part of your business that you don't want to grow, don't point your traffic there. In other words, if you say, I don't want to work one-on-one with clients anymore, I'd rather work one-to-many. Great. Create the one-to-many program or whatever it is that you're going to do and then direct your podcast listeners there. But don't talk about the fact that you let people work one-on-one with you if you don't want to grow that part of your business. So just some common sense there on top of that, because last thing you want is to regret pointing your podcast listeners in the direction of your one-on-one stuff if that's not what you want to grow. So if you need help monetizing your podcast, I have a challenge that we do every single month and I've got one coming up at the end of February. It's called the Podcast Profit Challenge. It's five days, one hour a day, and we basically spend that time accomplishing one thing and that is getting you an offer made so that you can then begin pitching it and creating ways for your podcast listeners to come into your funnel and buy your offer. And one of the criteria I have for building offers is we start with high ticket offers. And if you start with high ticket offers, 
you end up with a lot of benefits rather than just starting with a low ticket offer um, because it takes longer to scale that. So we want to get you something that can get you um, movement and get you trajectory really quickly. And that's what we can do with high ticket offers. So if you want to sign up for that challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. It's a free challenge. It is one of the biggest things that can move the needle is understanding the framework for creating your offer and how you're going to do that. And from that point on, you won't ever have to worry about where additional revenue streams are coming from your podcast because that high ticket offer will fill in a lot of gaps in your business. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge is the next challenge. And uh, we can get your podcast monetized literally in 30 days or less. And so that's what we want to do. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. See you guys next time. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.